Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. So welcome to season two of Before You Swipe. We have made it to season two and uh, I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. And Lauren is going to do something a little different. They're gonna take me through a new online dating app that I hadn't heard of before. And they're just gonna talk about their experience. Uh, yeah, using this app and we're gonna learn some of the differences it brings to the table in the world of online dating. Indeed. And so the app is called HUD, H-U-D. And, you know, I, I believe I came across it through someone else that I trust um, uh, sharing it as an app that has some interesting options connected to the BDSM community, which I know you're going to ask me to spell, say what the acronym is again. <laughs> and like, why do I get nervous saying what an acronym is? But uh, let's see. Uh bondage and discipline, dominance, submission, and sadomasochism, yeah. whatever, roughly. Yeah, uh, different people will have slight different variations on that, but that gives the general sense of what that means. Yeah. And so I was curious about it because the idea of an app trying to bring that into the space and make it more clear. Um, and so, yeah, so I kind of went into it, never having been on it, not knowing anything about it. And so I started making some screenshots as I went. And so... I have now sent some of the screenshot setups uh, to Chris. And so the first batch that you're gonna see is tied to the setup around gender. So the very first question that you get is, and I can't remember, I feel like they maybe say like male, female, or more gender options. That was the very first one. You're not gonna see a screen grab of that because it was when I okay. see more gender options that I went, oh, so do you want to share more about what you see as you're looking at sure. the first batch of photos? Yes. So I, so there were one, two, three, four, five screenshots worth of, of gender options that I'm seeing. And so they, re, they are, they were possibly supposed to be in alphabetical order, but thanks to the world of phone technology, they are in a very bizarre order. And so that's <laughs> fine. I'll just go with that. Um, so the first one alphabetically would be a gender. Mm -hmm. uh, so not defining oneself as having a gender and it goes through lots of other ter uh, lots of other gender options. There's, there's also genderless, um, gender free, but also demi girl, demi boy, uh, gray gender, gender questioning, uh, non-binary, pan-gender, poly-gender, trans person, or you can pick trans male or trans female specifically, or trans-feminine, uh, two-spirit, uh, FTM, gender-fluid. There's, so there's lots and lots of options. And what I'm also seeing here is that you can uh, display up to two genders. So you Correct. can choose two of the, the options that they give you. So I have to say, as someone who has a complicated relationship, I identify as genderqueer, the binary does not work for me, um, long-standing contested relationship with gender, I would say, 
this was really exciting. This feels very different than anything I've encountered. Um, I was actually like, I need to Google this. And how exciting as someone who spends a lot of time in this world, there were terms on here I hadn't heard before. And that felt really cool and suggests to me that these folks who are making this app are connected in a community where a lot of like gender expansiveness is present and, and bothered to listen to communities. So I have, a, I have a question. I don't know if you'll remember this, but if I were, for example, to pick female, could I also pick female and another one of the gender options? I love that you asked this question, Chris. I don't Thank believe you. you can. I click oh. other gender options. So I could go in, let me try going in, if I can effectively do this quickly, I'll try going in and editing my profile. But my right. memory was that all my only option was to choose, yeah, I can't even go back to my gender and edit it now, which is okay. Cool. Like right now I was just under my- No, because people are, can be gender fluid and maybe over time they do change. Right, like what, I have to kill my app and, or kill my, uh... oh, you know what? Nope, found it, it's under account details. So, okay, yeah. I do see feminine presenting because I was wondering if I, if I personally went into other so gender options. Exactly. So, but of course, that's not nearly the same as saying I'm identifying as female and so potentially something else, or female and, for example, they have intergender. I know, like so many, it, the language is amazing. So, here's what's great. And we just uncovered this as we're having this conversation. So, when I went in, I lost the option to say male and female. When I was doing those screenshots, you can see male and female wasn't on there. Correct. Um, but now when I go back in under my account, I can actually add. And I have to say, personally, I don't love male and female, like, and, and, you know, cause that to me is rooted in some ways people think about biology and all these other things. And so I might prefer to also see, again, like in the, in the interest of both and I'd love to see, you know, man, woman as an option, if people wanted it, you know, sure. as male, female, um, but so now you could go in and so you could choose female and any of these other options as well. Okay. So that's good to know yeah. because they don't have, for example, they do, mind you, they've got tens and tens of, of options. Right. Uh, and I also don't see them saying like feminine or masculine. I we have feminine know. presenting, but not feminine because I was thinking, what would I I, you know, for me, I do identify as one gender and that would be female. However, if I were for some reason to choose another gender or it would still be something to the effect of feminine or, or something like that. And that's just not there. And that's the, presenting, but that's different. And, and there's a lot of folks who are using the language of femme and mask as mm -hmm. shorthand, you know, and we don't have the option. It's, it's only about presentation and sometimes people are embracing the notions of feminine and masculine in other ways that they might show up not necessarily like presentation makes me think of our clothes and our hair and things like that and you know our adornments <laughs> versus yes. other things that um with the ways that we might express ourselves yeah. but anyway so I mean that felt super novel and different, unlike anything I've encountered elsewhere. The most yeah. comprehensive list I've ever seen. There's the scene, there's some cultural terms in here too, as you heard, um, the fafafine are in here. I mean, like, it's just, there's a lot of exciting, um, hopefully done with a lot of care that they got to this place. So that was the first thing I wanted to share. 
Although the other interesting component is that if you aren't aware of all these gender terms, and I have to admit, like if I actually started to hone in on all these genders, I, I know mo- like I'm going through them and I know the vast majority. That said, I'm sure I wouldn't do a great job of, of defining some of them. If you aren't, I, I can see somebody wanting to try out this app and going into the other gender options and possibly being overwhelmed or confused or not really knowing. Right. And given what we know about psychology and choice and brain overwhelm. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's, I mean, it's always an interesting question of who does it then start feeling like the app is for. I think the fact that you start with the binary. Yeah. You know, I'd be pretty surprised if some binary person ran away because they clicked on that. But, you know, also maybe that's okay. Maybe the creators yeah. would say, if this freaks you out that we want to be gender inclusive and it's not centering you enough that you were the very first two options, everyone else had to click gender <laughs> other, right? right? Like, come on. <laughs> right. And not every app is for every person. Right. So that's also yeah. okay. Yes. For that to happen. And so I will say, I don't think I did a screen grab of like some of the other options um, for like how you identify your sexual orientation, but that was certainly something, you know, being able to choose how you display your gender, I think is great. Um, Yeah, the options for sexuality are, you know, the classic straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, queer, pansexual, asexual, and bi-curious. Okay. So we aren't, we are missing all the demis where there's- and the A's. And the Oh no, asexual was in there. I may have said it too fast. Pansexual. Oh, okay, sorry. Pansexual, asexual, bicurious. So we do thankfully have asexual, but there's a lot of other language. So it's interesting they chose to be extremely inclusive around gender and really kind of missed the mark a bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit around sexuality. So that's just, you know, an interesting thing to observe going in. Um, if you continue in the batch of photos I shared with okay. you. Um, the next one that you see, hopefully, or the next one I intended for you to see is, um, saying I am, and you can choose either an individual or a couple. Okay. And then you can say what you're interested in women, men, everyone, couples. Right. So what are your thoughts on, on that? Well, so also as a research nerd, who is a survey designer Uh as part of my career, you, there's, there's a bit of a miscue if if I'm interested in women, basically you have all these different options to choose for your own personal gender. However, then what you're interested in doesn't match it in true survey, good survey design, you would have, I'm interested in and have every option above that we have for our own gender choice. I am so deeply aligned with you on this, Chris. And not just, I mean, I think, yes, as a good researcher and a survey creator, amen to that. Also, this felt so erasing, like after experiencing yeah. this, right? Like, look what they made for us, yay. And then I come over here and I'm like, oh, what the hell? We're just straight <laughs> exactly. back to the binary, really? You just right. undid all the good work you did. Um, or, in, or that's how it felt to me. And Right, and, and that's important as somebody you know, who does not identify on the gender binary. And what and, if I'm interested in somebody who is genderqueer or agender? If that's the, those are the people that I'm attracted to, I'll, I have to hit everyone, which means then I have to filter through all the I mean, gender the, binary people to find somebody. For real, I so desperately want an app 
I want an app where I can say, I want everyone, I'm, I'm open to anyone who chose the other <laughs> option. <laughs> if someone, can I check every box on that list and maybe just not see people in the buy? And, and that's not true for like exclusively how I want to date, but it would be fun. It would be nice. It would be affirming to have the option to be like in community dating and then also being expansive when I feel like it, but to like not have to see super cis people that maybe make me a little uncomfortable. And so yeah. we can, and I'll explain why in this app that feels especially significant. And so we'll, we'll continue on our journey okay. through the pod setup. Right. So, and then also, you know, we've talked about in profiles in the past where people have searched who have presented as couples yeah. in one gender or the other in binary terms in, yeah. uh, in Tinder and, and I think it was just Tinder, but in the other apps. And that was confusing. Yes. And this, this kind of place, it makes it less confusing. Cause you'd at least know it's a couple. I'm not clear if what, if I didn't play with this, I wonder if someone selects a couple, if then you get the option of like describing the other playmate. Right. Yes. Uh, so not. exactly. What, yeah. So who do you want to, who do you want in your couple matters? Yeah. Right. Like, or is that, is it that people assume this is, you know, heterosexual, blah, blah, blah. Cishead. Right. Anyway, so it's, it's an interesting question. That's something we could follow up on. Um, so then, uh, or do any, anything else on that, that you want to comment? I think on? that's, that's, yeah, that seems to be it for now on the, on the, who you're interested in after your, after who are you? So I, we, go ahead. Do you, do you go on to the, the next one should be add photos. And I just wanted you to read the small print on there if you can see it or I can read it. And oh, yeah, can you read it for me please? Yeah, it says um, you must load at least one photo to create your profile, which I think is great. And then it says profiles with three or more photos receive up to 46% more matches. Ah, little stats in there. Look at that, isn't that interesting? Yes. I'm surprised it's actually only 46% more. I actually have to say, I would think it would be a little bit more than that. However, they also do have the three or more, which I, we've, I think talked about that before, or if not, I, I just know it from other things that I've done in the past where three seems to have that sort of three to five is that sweet spot Yes. before you get too overwhelming. Exactly. The brain overload. So anyway, I thought that was, that was a, a pretty interesting affirming and like clear use of data, which is pretty fascinating inside an app. Yes. Um, I think the next one is all the other, like, what else can you tell people about yourself? So your info, so you get to do height, which is mm -hmm. like in Tinder, it always cracks me up. The people who like start with their height and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is the deal with this issue around height? I think people really, really, really care I don't get it. about height. And that's, it's, yeah, it's just important to some people. I know I have a, a friend who's a straight female who is, she's six feet and she basically does not feel, it makes her feel less feminine to date uh, somebody shorter than she is. Yeah. And that's, and that's just a, that's just how she feels. And, and that's, that's okay. But I, I'm guessing that that is some kind, you know, there's, there's a lot of layers on height, especially if you're male identified and, and not that tall. And that, that may, you know, as a, as a short person who produced a very a short human who currently identifies as a, a young boy, I'm like, oh, yes. buddy, it'll be okay. <laughs> but yeah. I do think that's, that's tough, right? Because 
one of the neat things about these apps is you can build a rapport with someone without them having seen you in person. And so what are some of the ways that can actually strip away some of the bias? For example, if you're a man under five foot seven, right? Like maybe some, some different kinds of connections can form that then can go beyond the assumptions people might make for a shorter person. Um, yes which are biases, we need to work on those. But anyway, but yeah. I also wanna honor for your friend, this notion of what helps you feel feminine, what helps you feel in your body, what helps you feel sexy and attractive. Like, you know, this, this stuff is so personal. And so yeah. honoring these layers. But anyway, so the other options, you've got your Zodiac, which is in there automatically based yep. on your birthday, which I think is kind of funny. I'm on, and I'm also on born on the cusp and I'm very adamant about being one and not the other. And so I'm always a little annoyed when it puts me in the wrong you astrological always, category. I mean, you know, you could change your birthday just so you're it's always true. One you want to And be. that might be what I'm going to need to do just by one day and then it'll filter it always properly. So <laughs> Um, as someone who doesn't know anything about this stuff, I'm like, whatever, but right on. I appreciate a lot of people really care. Okay. So then we've got drinking. And so the options for these are never sometimes or socially or something like that. And then often, and that's yeah. essentially the categories you're in. Um, so we've got drinking, smoking drugs with a little like weed thing. Um, yeah. and then your sexuality. And I shared those options languages, which I think is cool. Yeah. Your languages. And then you can add your pronouns. Unfortunately, the pronoun options, you can't set your own. They've only okay. got the binary and then they, them. But, okay. So anyway, I thought that was, you know, it's kind of, I think this is consistent with what you can do in Bumble, like fairly similar. Yes. Sets of markers, but obviously Tinder to date does not have this level of, of detailing. The next thing you should see are the interests. And I don't know that you can catch this very quickly, but when I was actually tagging my interests, this is everything from like exercise to plants to social networking, clubbing, concerts, those kinds of things. Yeah. One of the things that's missing that made me laugh was reading like books. Yeah. Right. We are just, we're not readers apparently. Are this, yeah. Is this a comprehensive list of all the, oh no, this is just a part. Okay. There was nothing to add. I mean, what was on here? This is it. This is the list that they give you for your interest. There was no social justice. There's no, yeah. So this is very limiting. Is there even, there's not even, oh, there is sport. Okay. As opposed <laughs> to sports. So you can have, you can be interested in one sport. <laughs> so actually, uh, I'm academic way to refer to sport. <laughs> yeah. And that's interesting. So, you know, I'm going to have to call out that there's no karaoke here. There's music. Oh no, there's karaoke. And there's, Karaoke's on there, upper right-hand corner. Oh, I guess my picture doesn't have the whole. Oh, there it is. Yep, sorry. That's okay. I have to learn how to use my phone and, and blow it up to all the things. So yeah. So yeah, trivia's not there. There's a lot of stuff that's not on here. That's kind of pretty basic fundamental stuff. And like, Well, to me, and then right. who knows? But like good stuff for hooking up, you know, I mean, this is more way more of a hookup app. Like the whole logic of it is um, for when you're not looking to have a long-term relationship at all, like this is your place. Oh, is this like, is that sort of its motto or slogan or whatever? Yeah. And I wish I could remember the actual slogan. I don't know that I can get okay. it. When I keep, I kept wanting it to like, give me that same prompt again and it won't. So okay. that's a right. you, you can probably see it. Okay. Anyway. So this, this app is designed for more hookups you were thinking. Yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. That's helpful. Um, but like, you know, as we've talked about, if you want to hook up with people who are like anti-racist and, you know, fighting the good fight for queer rights and all these other things, like you, you can't filter out those folks here. 
And, and I, and I do think I'm like, you know, I don't care whether I'm sleeping with someone once or multiple times, I care a lot about your politics. And so I think it's a really fascinating choice that they would have this gender expansive situation. And when I think of folks who are gender expansive, I tend to also associate that with people who think more inclusively on lots of things. I know that's not uniformly true, but anyway, Mm -hmm. I just thought it was a really fascinating choice. Yeah. So not a lot of values, places to put values what you know in this and again like you're saying if you don't even want to be like have a fling with one you know somebody who doesn't share any of your values and that's important then that's not it's not great that it's missing and i think there's ways that using values conveys safety so this is going to get we're going to get into this in like the next batch of photos i sent you okay as an app that's focused on hookups, I'm sorry, I would like to know if you identify as a feminist. I would like to know that you are anti-racist because these are things, or that you care about human rights, whatever, because that to me conveys at least on a baseline, your respect for humanity, your attention to social justice, and like hopefully means you're gonna be a more equity focused companion and playmate. Like not knowing that I would be concerned that you might be adopting like dominant scripts and, you know, yeah. So so let's move forward to the next batch of photos because I think this will illuminate more. You can share something called my bedroom. Ah, wait. So I think these photos might've come possibly out of sync, but that's okay. Oh, it's just alphabetically it came. It's not in alphabetical order again. So does it start with blindfolding? Is that the first one I'm supposed yeah. to see? Uh, yes, uh, or click your photo to make it extra big. The very first is bondage, I believe, which means they're not in alphabetical. Why don't they actually do it in alphabetical order? That's funny, but all the Bs are together. Yes, okay. So we've got bondage, blindfolding, biting, BDSM, butt stuff, breath play, dominance, dirty talk, dress up, erotic humiliation, and it goes on from there for four screens? Oh yeah. Or is it three? Three screens. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, but yes. It is a lot. And so things I think are interesting within these, when you click on them, you can actually ask for a definition. And so it's got a nice little definition that it'll share with you to help you understand what the term means. So I'm like, oh my God, this is like sex education embedded in the app. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. You can also choose, are you into this? Yes or no. Giving, are you into this? Yes or no. Receiving. So acknowledging that someone might be really down for something if they're receiving it, but wouldn't want to be um, in charge of giving that to someone else. I mean, and so a lot of really important normalizing around how we approach practices, people being really clear in what they're interested in. So there's a lot of stuff I think is great here. What's yes. with you? So, so I have to just get this out of the way because I'm laughing, is that it, it I think the last one alphabetically is wax play and then they have impact play at the end. It's like they forgot one and they were like, didn't want to put it in. <laughs> they were too lazy to refile it alphabetically. So that, that is the first thing that stands out. Uh, and now I have to erase that. <laughs> um, so this, I, what else stands out? I mean, I think it. I appreciated that it has the definitions. I think that's really helpful uh, for some of these. And I've, uh, definitely the giving and the receiving as well, because you've got things like submission is going to be extremely difficult, uh, difficult, uh, difficult if you are miscommunicating about whether you want to give or receive um, that. So I'll say that. So that's, those are good examples of those things. Um, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate even vanilla is in here. So if somebody's yeah. you know, more interested in something that's more traditional, is that, would that be the right word? I, will, um, I can read you. And so you choose yes, no, maybe. And then there's the button, what does this mean? And so it says vanilla and it's a little picture of an ice cream cone, <laughs> a little soft serve for you. So vanilla yeah. refers to the desire for conventional sex. Conventional sex, although has a slightly different meaning to each person, basically mm -hmm. means sex that is straightforward. Vanilla sex removes all the bells and whistles from other kinks. It is often seen as more intimate and formulaic than adventurous sex. And we put yeah. adventurous in quotes. So I think they're yeah. aware that this is like a risky definition to offer. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I have a friend who uh, was a co-sex educator with me. Actually, it's a mutual friend of ours uh, who loves to talk about how vanilla is amazing. You know, it comes from an orchid and all these other things that are incredible about vanilla itself. And so really yes. want to lift up vanilla as a stunning base. And you can always add cherries and nuts and whipped cream and chocolate and you know there's yes. all these ways and so anyway just to praise and actually quality vanilla is delicious it's the yes. substandard yeah. vanilla that is uh is and then otherwise i mean scanning through this as you're talking and i'm sort of looking at this as well it seems relatively i mean we're always going to find things that are beyond what this this list is we can't list every single thing that's that's not possible and I'm finding this relatively, you know, I'm like, oh, they don't have blank. Oh, yes, they do. Like, I guess I'm kind of going through and scanning really quickly. So they have, you know, at first I was like, oh, they're missing leather, but they're not missing leather. It's there, right. but they don't have other fabric choices. Um, they have, but that's... They have latex, nylons. Oh, yeah. I was thinking silk and satin things. Uh. Like, just thinking of other... Although maybe they thought that other humans enjoy so. Although maybe they think that uh, falls within vanilla because that feels more standard. I don't know. It's interesting. Possibly. Right? Yeah, it's I guess I'm just. I just. Yeah, again, like I'm thinking of of friends of mine that I know that that's their jam, and I would also not describe them as vanilla. Totally. Yeah. Right. So I think you're raising a really good point and it'd be interesting to know from the makers to understand like, how did they make, you know, so you made this choice to open this door to really surface and normalize sex acts that frankly, you know, at different times in our history, the American Psychological Association has done a lot to make people feel bad about the things they like to do and that feel good to them or get into yeah. a better place. But, you know, so I love that this is normalizing a lot of different yeah you know, kinks and plays. And I think, you know, what would it feel like to have something you're super into not be listed here? And, and yeah. so how do we create, it'd be cool if they had a like add your own or something like that. So people could keep customizing in a way that feels validating. Yeah. Or even having a little thing on the top that says, you know, it's impossible to put everything on here, but here's some ideas or something yeah. like that. Uh, you said the American Psychological Association. Did you mean like the way that we classify like mental DSM. health diagnoses? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for folks who aren't up on what psychologists have done in the past, there's a little manual they use to label people if they've got a disorder. And, you know, sometimes we've labeled people's sexual practices as disorders, which has done a lot of harm historically. Um, and so, you know, honoring that if someone is experiencing distress, 
uh, because of something they're interested in, then that's something we want to pay attention to because anytime someone's personally experiencing distress, we care about that, of course, but not wanting to uniformly say, oh, this thing. So Freud, for example, liked to claim any desire for spanking was rooted in neuroses. That's a 1920 paper. It's ridiculous. Cool, cool, man. Thanks. Thanks, Freud. (laughs) I have this book that's very old now. So some probably from the nineties. I don't know if it's the late eighties, but it's, I think it's, I think it's from the nineties and it's called different loving. And I don't remember who wrote it, but it's interesting. It, it, it basically talks about the history of different uh, sexual practices, not a lot of them, but a few, but spanking was one of them, which made me think of this. And it sort of talks about how spanking has been represented in historically and some documentation and then has like a couple of interviews or case studies as to why some people like it like how they incorporate it in their in their sex lives and I I always found that book very helpful in general perspective taking and empathy building on sexual practices that may or may not be practices that a person reading the book would be interested in or not. Yeah, figuring out how do we not, you know, to use other people's language, like don't yuck someone else's yum. You can, yes. you can say no, thank you, not for me. Uh, but I, you know, I'm glad you've got something that you're really into, and we have to learn to hear those things and not shame people and not not be grossed out, even if it's not our thing. If it's, you know, I'm sort of thinking of some of the things I've been asked if I would participate in that for me internally, I was like, ooh, that is not my jam. Yeah. Um, but figuring out how to try to communicate that in a way that was caring, loving, respectful of someone else's desires. Yeah. yeah. Building that empathy is key. Yes. So, so I, then, hope, I hope this app is actually helpful for that, right? To be like, look at all the things and they, maybe it's not for you, but it is for someone. And that's kind of neat. Yes. And then, so and the then, next thing you should see is the safely badge. Yes. The safely badge. So display that you've been recently tested for STDs, the safe badge does not indicate negative or positive results and your status is always kept private so so safely is an app okay actually you have to download it and then you can upload your most recent sti std results okay that makes that makes sense so so just as you've been tested it won't say what your results are okay so that that's i mean that's interesting and I am personally probably pretty paranoid about uploading any medical record of mine into anybody else's app. There we go. I have such mixed feelings about this. I think it's such a great thing in theory. And it also makes me so uncomfortable at the same time. I mean, if, if, if very large companies, corporate companies are getting hacked on the regular. Right. Do we really want them having our, our STI results? I don't know. Yeah. So, so that's I mean, difficult. I mean, obviously my health plan has my STI results, so sure they'll have it. Well, yeah. So that's, and the more places you put them, the more in an official way, the more it's difficult. And like, I hear what you're saying. You respect that someone would verify it as opposed to somebody just saying, oh yeah, I had my test and it's, and they're just lying. And to me, this is like, again, the difference of being on an app that is designed for hookups and really affirming. So the thing I like about it is it's putting front and center, like you, you can skip the page, you can say later on it, 
But this is an app that's choosing, again, I think of these as, as just interesting adult sex ed interventions. Yeah. Of saying we need to normalize having this conversation and, and you should be open to sharing your status and, and we should be doing that in, in ways that feel good and, and affirming. Um, we can question though, in our current moment of data security, <laughs> whether this is quite the way we wanna do it. Um, yes. But I like that it's offering that. Yes. Um, I definitely okay. appreciate the sentiment. Yes. So I think, I think that I want to jump us forward. Okay. You share a profile. Okay. So, and you should have it. I think I said yes. it. Too. Okay. Oh yes. So we have a little time to look at this. So, so do you want me to read the profile description while you observe what you can see on the little screen? Yes, that would be great. Cool. All right. So we've got, we're a young couple in all caps looking for fun, sexy, dirty female, looking for a fun, sexy, dirty female in all caps to join us in a casual threesome. Wanna have some fun and be our third? Uh, and, then, and then it gets into all the information that you can see about them. Yes. So they, I'm seeing pictures of two people, very smiley. <laughs> uh, they, have uh, interestingly enough there's one astrological sign maybe they share the astrological sign or well remember you set up the profile as one person so i think this means oh, right whoever created it that's their yes. sign you don't know about the other person gotcha and they are big sports fans because two of their pictures have them in the local sports regalia yep so they're conveying their interest sports. in sports Two different, yes, two different sports. I <laughs> definitely noticed that. And it looks like they, I'm guessing they matched on the bedroom things. Like I see some, some bedroom things with yeses and no under them. And are those the things that you matched on? Is that so how that works? No. And so this is, I love that you picked up on that. So what's so interesting to me in looking at this so what you can see is what someone shared and it'll say like so-and-so's bedroom. And then it gives you like a okay. little preview of what someone said yes or no to. So you can see they've got a lot of thumbs down on things, which I think yes. is sort of interesting because you don't have to say yes, no, maybe to anything. So those are things like they really mean a no on them, which I find fascinating. Okay. Or they just figured that out along the way that they put yes on the stuff that they really, yeah, maybe they, it's a hard no, but is that clear in the, when you I, set up I, your bedroom? Because it's in that alphabetical list I shared with you. So they would have yeah. like rolled past a whole bunch of stuff and like not said anything to it. And then on certain things been like hard no, which is okay. fine. It's good for people to know their hard no, be clear about it. You know, we just talked yes. about confusion on hard no's. So, so there is this interesting element. Um, but, and what I find so fascinating though, so like I didn't put anything in my bedroom because I'm like, I don't know who's going to see this. And yes like uh-uh so for me right. this is one of the things I really wanted to talk about with you of what does it mean in an app so and separately we plan to talk about like when we match with people or see people we know in these apps what do we do and in a previous uh episode yes. we had like people's kids potentially on the app but you know on this one you're sharing your kinks potentially yeah and I got very nervous about that. I was like, I, for several reasons, I got nervous because if it's someone I know who sees it, but I don't want them to know that part of me. Yeah. That. 
There's also the, what does someone assume if I just say, yes, I'm into this and into receiving it, are they going to assume they can do that to me? Do I believe that I'm connecting with people in the BDSM community where talking through scenes and consent and, and like what you want to experience with someone, like that is a core foundational element of that community. Yes. Versus is this people in an app who are like, cool, I get to say, I want to choke someone. Right. And if someone agrees to that, then I get to do it. You know, like, are we actually risking reinforcing poor consent practices in this? Right. Yeah. And obviously, yes, that's not clear because you would want to talk about those in advance, but yes, if we have these sort of screeners in advance where the filters have already been done and somebody's saying, Oh good. Now I don't actually have to talk about it. Right. We would not want to see the outcome. No, we want them to talk about it. And it's a bummer that, well, some things should be private. It's just a bummer that some things might be stigmatizing. So you're sort of saying there's a difference between people don't need to know something about me. True. And there's also things that just shouldn't be it's hard because it's, there's a, the, I'm trying to juggle that line between privacy and shame or privacy yeah. and stigmatization. Everything you just said. Yes. And I'm like, you know, why is it that there's certain things like I'm, I'm willing to be out that I'm queer, but I don't want to talk about some of the specific practices that I'm into that, you know, lead me to feel a connection to the BDSM community. You know, like what are the things that I'm And it's that notion of like, when do we have to be outing ourselves and why is that part of our society, you know, here in the US and anyway, so there's, it's an interesting app because it's not designed, it's an app for hookups. It's not specifically designed exclusively for the BDSM community. So it's not like you're, it's not an in-community app. And so there's a lot of layers of it that I'm just like, ooh, I don't know y'all. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, this is definitely, yeah, there's, it's, it's an interesting step into being more inclusive and there's some places that are, that are, it's challenging. I I have one question, which I don't know how to describe to listeners. I see two different places where there's yeses and nos. There's some yeses and no icons So for example, I see a picture of feet and it has a no underneath it. And I see other things. That's one screenshot. And I see some thumbs up, thumbs down. So they have in, in thumbs down, they have butt stuff. Oh yeah. So, okay. So do you see where you can say, um, see more or whatever? It's like, here's their bedroom, see more. So that's some of those screenshots I grabbed for you are, Uh um, of me clicking on there, see their bedroom. And so in, once you're in there, then you can see, so I don't know how the app decides which things it's going to display on the profile, which also made me go, wait, what? I I, I feel like I'd want control over that. Um, cause this was not comprehensive. I remember when I opened it, I was like, oh, like you've got way more stuff you noted in here. And so it, it made it seem like they were way more negative on things based on what was on their home screen than what yes. was in their profile in like the in their bedroom so it's it's again it's a it's a new app i think my takeaway from this is i would i feel really cautious about it based on my own history and my own comfort level i think if you are someone who identifies as really effective at communicating establishing your boundaries and holding those 
then this could be really fun. It could be a really neat way to find people interested in the same things and to establish right up front, like, hey, here's how I do this. You, you know, and, and sort of suss out, does someone understand the consent process, the, all of those things. I think you could do that, but I would want, would want to encourage someone to be like really forthright. Because yeah. I could see people who are more predatory or whatever, being like, hey, 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 playground, potentially. Yes. In and out. Yeah. Yeah. It's an app where you're asked to be very, very vulnerable. Yeah. Which I wish, I wish that felt safer. I mean, it was this, I, part of the reason I wanted to start the, you know, to talk about this was I was so shocked as someone who is very sex positive, love sexuality, love my sexuality. Um, it really is astonishing to find myself like, whoa, this is, this is really out of bounds of this is too vulnerable, too public for my personal comfort level. Right. And so it was really, it was a really interesting thing to see. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing the app with me and your experiences, especially. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, you know, we'd be curious to hear if other folks have been on HUD, what is it like? Like this was obviously a very preliminary experience. So please feel free to email us at uh, the letter B, the number four, the letter U, swipe at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your experiences with the app. Yeah. Or if you just want to send a profile from a different app for us to overanalyze, please do that as well. And uh, thanks and welcome to season two. Woo-woo. Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you want to send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at gmail. Or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe. Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats. <laughs>